our business is about 90% word of mouth. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with the bus benches or all the other things other realtors do, but my goal is to do such a good job for you that at the end of us working together, you want to talk about us, your friends and family. Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our take action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acri, and our guest today is Tom Story. Tom is the team leader of the Story team and the number one agent in downtown Toronto sales. He's been featured on television and online media, hosts his own podcast, The Tom Story Show, and consistently ranks in the top 1% of real estate agents nationally. Tom, welcome to Stay Paid. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Be, uh, thanks for having me, boys. I'm I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man, we're excited to have you. I mean, obviously, you're very successful. Want to pick your brain? Um, you know, you've really become this listing focused agent, and I would love to you know start out right out of the gate, just asking sure. you, you know, what has changed in your business really since diving in and focusing fully on being this listing focused agent? I think the first thing is you, you get about 80% of your time back when you're not showing properties. I think that's the biggest thing that people don't think of. I was always obsessed. So, so I'm coming up on, on year 10 in real estate and uh, you know, the business was moving along fairly nice, nicely about five years ago, but I was like 70% buyers, 30% listings. Mm. And I knew enough people that 10 years also seems to be the point that you burn out and have the mental breakdown as a real estate agent. <laughs> if all you've done is work, work, work. And I saw it happen to like people I really love and respect. And I'm like, okay, like let's, let's try to learn from other people's experiences here. And there was a there was a uh, this back end system that brokers had access to in my market, and I and I would focus on specific areas of the city. I'm in Toronto. It's very competitive here. We have seventy thousand real estate agents oh for a gosh. population of seven million. Like it, it one in like wow. sixty people, and you take away people under eighteen have a real estate. So license. if you throw it's a rock, you're going to hit a realtor. That's holy. Pretty much. I think yeah. we might be the biggest real estate board in the world. Uh, we are crazy. massive in terms of total volume. And, and I would look at these lists and it would rank agents based on number of properties sold and the overall dollar volume, right? Okay. And, and I would look in every area, regardless of where you picked in the city, if you clicked on the top 10 to 15, they were all heavy listing agents. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, there's a formula here. We all know this. And when you get a listing, you have more opportunities to leverage it, right? Like depending on market and what the rules are, you could find the buyer, right? You could double end it based on the marketing you're doing, you could find maybe not the buyer that buys that one, but they buy another property or you can find the next seller from the marketing on the street or your, or your seller could refer you to somebody else. And you just have all these opportunities to find more business from what you already had. Where if you're running around with buyers all day, that's all good. Someone needs to do it by the way. Like we still do it. I'm just not the one that does it anymore. Even if you do a great job, maybe you have two opportunities. You can sell them the property and maybe they'll refer you to their friend. Mm. 
but you're five or six X with listings, let alone like it's a better lifestyle. You don't really have to work all evenings and you get your weekends back. And I'd say it's easier to be a buyer's agent if you're not skilled, Mm. but it takes way more time. But when you go all in on listings and like, if I could just do listing presentations all day long, I'd be happy. That's all I want to do. That's all I'm focused on. So what are the skills and, and the, like getting listings, the value of listings, what are the skills and the actual things you have to do to get the listings? Yeah. So, so first you have to look at, okay, well, this is all great so far. How the hell do I find the listing? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so I will say something when I stopped working with buyers, I, I'm not, I'm not necessarily into like, you know, that, that book, the secret or like everything's just going to visualize, but I'll tell you, you find what you're looking for in life. Right. Mm. And when I wake up every morning and I know my job today, the only thing that's going to move my business forward is doing things that get me closer to booking an appointment with somebody. And then I track my weeks. I know for my team to hit our goals, I have to go on four and a half appointments per week. That's that level of getting out there based on our conversion rate. We'll make sure that we're going to hit our numbers regardless. So it's just literally, I used to have this printed out. It would just say four and a half beside my computer. And every week it was, and listen, if it's Wednesday and you've booked six appointments, like you don't have to work Thursday or Friday. Because the only thing that matters is appointment setting. Everything we do in our business leads to that one moment when you're either on Zoom maybe these days or sitting across the kitchen table from a seller or a buyer, right? So that's that's the mindset. And then, well, where does it come from? You know, there's the obvious sources like repeat and referral, which everybody talks about. But I find they kind of say it like it's one word. Like, where's your <laughs> business from? Repeat and referral. <laughs> Like, That's but so which true. one is it? Which one is it? Is it repeat or is it referral? And when agents start breaking it down, it's like, oh, I got nine repeats last year, but one referral. And I'm like, okay, wow. well, maybe something's missing in your messaging. There's something going wrong there because they like you and they're coming back to you, but why are they not referring you along the way? And, and we can talk about different languages and conversations you can have about that. So those are the first two. Then you'd look at like business to business sources or, or how you could connect. And, you know, for me, like we call them mortgage brokers in Canada, I think loan officers in the sure. States. Yep. It's, it's usually a one way street. All realtors send business to them. They've got a great business model set up and they don't really send anything back. Trust me, somebody is their number one if it's not you. Um, so making sure that you have that strategic alliance figured out. And then the one that blows my mind that more people don't focus on is agent to agent referrals. You know, the United States is a huge place with agents spread out everywhere. And you only work in your one specific market. You should be building a referral network across the country that you're trying to refer out. And they're going to think about you. If I look at our upcoming, the three listings we're putting out this week, two of them came from other realtors connecting us with those people. Wow. Man, and that's incredible. And when those come in, it's yours to lose. Mm. Like it, it, the trust is, is there, right? So, those are the first three that I think a lot of us would agree on. Like we know that's where listings could come from. And then the fourth one is, is new business. And I would put new business into two categories. We actually focus on, of course, you could do online paid leads. You could do open houses. You could do seminars. Uh, we do old school and new school. So YouTube is huge for us. I run a, a YouTube channel that I make videos on our local market. We have about almost 12,000 people that subscribe now. And we'll do, we did 32 sales last year from our YouTube channel. That is uh, and nuts, it's, man. It's all organic, but I'm, I'm this year I'm obsessed with this idea of, yeah, you got to make the videos that get people to show up, but there's a little bit of clickbait involved and you got to play the game, 
but I'm making these really long, like 45 minute step-by-step guides on here's like the 15 things you need to know before you buy a property in X market. And when people watch that whole thing, they get to the end. If they don't have a family member, that's a real estate agent, they're gonna be like, okay, this is the person I'm going to connect with. It makes so so much sense. Do those get, um, high views or just really low views, but they're very intentional. No, they're my worst performing videos on views and they're my best performing videos on booking appointments. Yeah, that's what I would think because you know if one person watches that, that person is interested in living in that area. I I can tell you too, even from the comments, you know, like if I do a video on like a topical news thing going on in my market, half of the comments are like stupid realtor, this is bullshit or like, you know, like people are mad on the internet. Yeah. These educational videos, people are like, thank you so much. This is so helpful. Like, It's this totally different thing, but it's discouraging if you just started with those because uh, they don't get any views. Yeah, correct. Yep. But they're very high quality views. Unless, I mean, it could be your competition, which is fine too, but uh, they're very, very high quality views. It's basically just telling them everything, right? So, so that's, that's, we've got YouTube is buyer heavy. Just to be clear, it's for us, it's 70% buyers that come okay. in on YouTube, but it still does produce listings and a lot of buy sells. Do you find so you um, 50% listing. of your buyers are also have to sell? Like, isn't that, I, that's yeah, a stat I mean, that people We're now going through the, the phase where we're helping people. We help them buy their first condo, then they're selling that and now they're buying their first house. So we're getting okay. two transactions. Yeah. Okay. Cause I've, I've heard that a lot. It's like, yes, you're getting a lot of buyers, but statistically speaking is about 50% have to sell to buy is what they say. But, um, okay. So YouTube is the new school. So what was the old school? Direct mail farmers, these things, I don't care what anyone says. They still work. Amen to that. We're in the direct mail business. So we're, we're a little biased, you know, so (laughs) I didn't even say that to set you guys up. Like I believe it. (laughs) But, I love it, man. We send these. So we, we have a farm of like, I, I'm mostly downtown. We do a ton of our work in the condo space. Okay. We hit 10,000 condo units a month with direct mail. Wow. And it's, it's, you know, it's always like, so for instance, for this one, it was kind of just like what we accomplished last year so they can see the numbers, but there's always a big ass QR code. And it will lead them directly to like, I'll wake up sometimes, look on my calendar and someone's booked a seller consultation with me. And I don't know who they are That because, is so good, man, because of these, or we're doing like, you know, those guides that I talked about, those super long ones, you can have chat GPT go through that, make you a four page ebook, you know, dress it up with some marketing. And then we're putting together these guides that you can scan on the mailers that we're getting their emails. And, uh, what I love about mailers more than anything is it produces listings. Hmm. They, they cost more, but it's not buyers. It's the listings. Super interesting. Is always your call to action, like a book of consultation or do you do like, want to know what your home's worth scan here? Like what we we've tested everything. Okay. We kind of go back and forth. I will say the one that's worked the best is just take them to the place to book the appointment and don't give them too many barriers. Um, and, and we'll do, I mean, we'll do, probably 14 or 15 listings a year from the flyers. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible, man. So you're doing like- It's the biggest cost per sale. It costs me the most to get that business. Yep. But it's a listing. That's all I care about. Yeah, and you have the intangible of your brand is being spread to those condos. I mean, 10,000 people. And Um, we've been doing it for five years, right? So it's- it's not like a new thing. I, I think the results will probably be low in the first year. I mean, you guys would know better than me. 
Yeah, um, yeah. We we always recommend when we teach people about like geographic farming or any type of direct mail campaigns. It's like if you're not going in with an intention of at least sticking it out for twelve months, don't even do it. Agreed. Uh, because you're you're spending you're slowly killing yourself basically by doing a month here, a month there, and then getting out. Um, I'm curious, just um, a little tangential off the subject of listings, but into the, your cards, like the cards that you do, do you run the same one every time? Do you change it up? I, the one you uh, had right there was pretty awesome. Showed your stats. Um, yeah. It was pretty cool. But um, do you guys, do you have like a playbook that you run in terms of the, the pieces you do? Yeah, we, we change them up. So I don't do a lot of just listeds anymore. Okay. If you see a card from me, it's either going to be stat based, like market numbers. Cause people like that. It's, it's either going to be that it's going to be a statement so the one we have coming out this month, it says on it, like selling your condo for top dollar. It's simple, but it's not easy. And then they're like, what does that mean? Right. And then they flip to the other side and they can scan That's to download our, our seller's guide. Um, and then, and the, our, my favorite one, I, I saw this, uh, <laughs> it's a funny story. I was going to the bathroom at an event. I was at a real estate conference and on the top of the urinal, you guys know there's ads. Like when you go to a, an arena or something. And on the ad, it said it was an event space. It says, nobody cares about your event. And then you go down to the bottom. It says, as much as we do, because they were an event space. <laughs> so I took that. I copied that. We had one that went out that said, no one cares about your condo. And then at the very bottom with a smiley face goes, as much as we do. That's so just really good, man. Trying to play with it, do different things. Um, here's, here's what I've been thinking recently. And talk, I talked to my team about it this morning. So when we think about marketing, a lot of us go like, well, I don't want to be egocentric. I don't want to just do what all the other people do. I think you're doing the, if you're really good at what you do and you really believe it deep down and you can help people and you care about your clients and you're not in a transactional business, you're doing your community a disservice by not marketing yourself because then they're falling into a lap of an agent that does two sales a year. That's going to make a mistake. And then they're, understanding of our industry is not good. And we joke, it's like, we all know the failure rates, 87% in the first two or five, whatever it is. It's like, I'm like those, they should wear like Hawaiian shirts cause they're Taurus. Right. Until That's you great. reach that, that point, you should be, it's like a young driver's like, you know, <laughs> thing on the top of the car. It's but why can, every agent should have to really join a team, but that's my, that's, 100%. My, that's my belief. But you know, these days, I think it just the way the models have worked and how the yeah. big brokerages have become the team ridge and everything. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. But yeah, I think if you're really good at what you do, you should not say, well, I don't want to spend money on marketing. It's like, I think you're doing your community a disservice if you're letting them talk to other people that don't actually care. Are you a new agent eager to make a great first impression? Instead of leading with a business card at your next open house or listing presentation, hand out a copy of your very own personally branded magazine. For less than the price of a fancy Starbucks drink, you can be the proud owner of a beautifully designed 48-page coffee table publication branded with your image and contact information in six key places. Between the covers are evergreen articles and recipes your clients will love and includes two tear-out cards in each magazine that are great for sharing. You tell us who's more likely to stand out from the competition, an agent with a business card or one with their own magazine. To request a free sample, visit ReminderMedia.com slash agent. That's ReminderMedia.com slash agent. Take action on this today. Talk a little bit about the pre-listing process, right? So I get the appointment. Yeah. You know, I want to close this appointment, obviously, and I want to do a good job. Like, how do you walk through that? 
from a process. Yeah. So the, the pre-listing, it would be like, okay, once the appointment's set, let's say it's Thursday at 2 PM, that that's been confirmed. Um, the first email that will go out will come from my assistant, uh, but she doesn't introduce herself as my assistant. It's I'm Christina, the listing coordinator, right? So that's kind of step one. You know, we have to get all the IDs and all that information. So we go through all the, you know, all the things that we have to, but then there'll be, Hey, if you have five minutes before Tom meets you on Thursday, could you please fill out the seller survey? It's just a link. And we let them know it's not going to take half an hour. This is just quick. And I find this, if they take the time to fill this out before I meet them, it's not a hundred percent guarantee I'm getting the listing, but it shoots all the way up because they've, they've actually done it. And it, they answer the standard questions we'd always want to know. Have you done any renovations? You know what your taxes are, how many bedrooms, bathrooms, but then there's other questions like, how did you hear about us? And we have like six different options and it's going to be one of them, but we put in the other ones like saw Tom on the news, read our 155 star Google review. So even if they didn't come from there, they're like, Oh, I, maybe I should go check those out as well. What What a great hack. That is awesome. Right. So there's that, and then there's asking them how they'd best like to be contacted. So do you like WhatsApp groups? Do you like text? Do you want us to call you or is email your best form? Because I'd want to know from them. And our, our final option is carrier pigeon, right? So they know we're not just stiffs. We like to have fun. Um, and at the very end, there's a few other questions, but it's uh, it's what's your favorite restaurant? And they forget that they've given us this information. And then the final thing, and I got this from a mortgage broker who's really big on YouTube named Nolan Mathias in uh, Calgary. Love him. He's taught me everything I know about YouTube. You just ask them to, f- to click all the things they like. It's like the outdoors, golf, the spa, no alcohol, please. They can fill out all these things. And then when they click submit, they've given us all this information. It, and then it, it directs them to a five-minute pre-listing video I recorded three years ago. And it's basically me just saying like, okay, we're going to meet. You're only watching this if, if we've already booked an appointment with each other. Here's what you can expect. And, and I, I'm happy to share that with anybody that asked for it. So that's kind of step one. Step two would be something I know a lot of agents have been doing. I think it's been around forever. We send them the VIP box. We send them the physical Love that. box. Uh, and again, like, is that going to get you listing for sure? No. But if you're in competition, I bet the other agent didn't do that. Mm. Um, and you're putting, you know, Fiji waters in the box, our listing booklet, a tote bag, some snacks. Like, it's just some fun stuff. Um, so that's number two. And then the third step, I don't do this for everyone, but if I know I'm in competition, I'll do this. I find where you spend the most amount of time in the listing presentation is typically pricing the property, going over the comparables. So what we'll do is I'll actually use bomb bomb or loom or any screen share. It doesn't matter what it is. And I'll go through like, Hey, so if I'm meeting you on Thursday, on Wednesday night, I'll schedule this video to go out. It's an email. And it'll be like, hey, Josh, it's Tom. You know, I'm looking forward to meeting you tomorrow afternoon. Uh, when we meet tomorrow, we're going to go over what's on the market and what's recently sold. But I actually wanted to show you kind of the three main comparables we're going to be discussing tomorrow. And I'm going through the pictures, literally showing them these properties. And I just check out number two. That to me was very similar to your property, but it only had a one car garage and you have a two car garage. Uh, so check out the price in the top right. We're going to go more in depth on this tomorrow, but this is a good starting point. So I'm not telling them what, what the property's worth. I'm just giving them things. And then when you get to that point in your presentation, they're like, yeah, we watched the video. Like, what do we do? Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> you're a freaking ninja, dude. 
You're like an assassin so, over here. Yeah, that's yeah well, it's, it's kind of just like, I want to walk in there and not focus on all the things. Why, why should you hire us? Like, no, let's just focus on you and your property. Mm. How many, you uh, can you tell like when you're in competition, you, you mentioned a couple of times there, you're like, if I know I'm in competition with someone, can you tell and, and how so? I try to actually think that most ones I could be in competition, even if you don't know, I think a big mistake a lot of realtors make is they sold that personal property five years ago. Mm. They didn't really do a good job staying in touch with them. They did get the call back, but in that five years, they've been getting that, that potential sellers been getting inundated with the local specialist marketing. Mm -hmm. They've gone to three weddings and met two more realtors <laughs> And so, so those are the ones where you go in unprepared, like, all right, like, you know, like, I think this is what it's worth. Let's go to the market. And you don't even know someone else is coming in and taking it seriously. Mm. So Great I think boy. going into everyone thinking there's competition is probably the best way. That's but the, honestly, yeah. with me, it's mostly the new business. If it comes from a flyer or from YouTube, there's a good chance they've reached out to other people. If it's yeah. repeat and referral, uh, rarely are, am I in competition. Hmm. Yeah. So talk about, I know you can't go into it because you have an amazing course on BAMX that I think it's a, you talk yeah, about you guys your, your, check this out. your listing presentation, but go over a little bit of what are the points that you're trying to hit within that listing presentation? And sure. do you have different approaches for virtual? I know you said you're still doing virtual versus in person. I'd like to, if I can get in the property, I will absolutely. Like that's, that's always the goal. Um, always. Um, Basically, the, the listing presentation just breaks down into five different categories. I think any seller would need these five questions answered, whether we talk for three hours or 10 minutes, right, to make an educated decision. But before I go over that, the first thing I'll say, and this is this goes back to the beginning of our conversation of how do you get more referral business without being that like annoying realtor asking, yeah. you know? So, so how it would work, like Luke, if I was, if I was meeting with you, I'd sit down and in my listing presentation, I do not bring any paperwork to sign. I'm not saying that's good advice. That's opposite of what every coach will ever tell you. I'm not saying that's just, it's worked for me. I'm in no pressure environment. I've gone the complete opposite and it's never really hurt me. So I'll say, Hey, so before we get into all this stuff today, I just want to let you know how our business works. I didn't bring anything today. I'm not going to ask you to sign anything today. I want to make sure you have all the information you need to make an educated decision. Our business is about 90% word of mouth. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with the bus benches or all the other things other realtors do. But my goal is to do such a good job for you that at the end of us working together, you want to talk about us, your friends and family. And you can see, like, even my tone it's changes. It's so good, dude. And you can literally see their shoulders relax, go from here to like, uh, okay. he's not trying to sell me, even though he's like inception right now. He's yeah. like, he sold me. And oh, so so that's how it starts. And honestly, it's such a great way to start. And you can ask, you can prompt them with questions on, you know, you know, what are you looking for in a realtor and what's important to you? And all those things are important. Right. But I, I try to have an opinion because if I'm not going to be there and have an opinion, they could hire anybody else. We all have access to the same information. And then the five steps are like, okay, well, I'll tell you a little bit about us because you'd be hiring us. What's currently happening in the market, but we go really deep on micro markets. What's the value of your property? What do we charge to sell properties? And what's our marketing plan? Because hmm. I feel like you answer those five things for them. They don't really have any questions. Um, and then what I'll do is, is I go into presentation mode and, and I take this really seriously. Like I, I will go, okay, so I'm going to go over the booklet and I physically bring the booklet. I'll show you it here. So this is what the booklet looks like. 
And by the way, if you're going to print it, spend the extra money on perfect binding. Don't leave a flimsy, Beautiful. crappy. It's your brand, right? Yep. So I'll go through this booklet step by step with them and they'll have one. I'll have one. I don't bring an iPad. I do it old school. I just say, okay, for the next half an hour, I'm going to be talking a lot throughout what this process looks like. If you have any questions, just stop me. Mm. And then we, we go through it together. And when it gets to the end on the, on the commission page, which by the way, is always the last thing I talk about. Cause I want to show my value before I tell them what I cost. Typically they're like, okay, sounds good. And we flip the page. But what happens is some realtors, even before the appointment go like, okay, but you know, before you show up, we want to know what do you charge. Yeah. And you get stuck and you're like, well, if I tell them now, because because some people think I want to just pick the cheapest option. That's not actually what they want to do. They want to pick an option that, that puts the most amount of money in their pocket. But yeah. if you just say, well, this is my fee without anything else to back it up beforehand, they're going to make a decision based on that information. So how do you so avoid someone, that question before you said yeah, people so, are asking you that before you come in? Yeah. How do you, how do you get, yeah. Get around so that? great question. I'd love to discuss that with you in person. We actually have three different commission packages depending on what you're looking for. And I can assure you that we're competitive with the market. Yeah. Awesome. Right. And we do have three commissions, by the way, we have, uh, we have our basic one, we have our staging one, and we have our all-inclusive, but our basic commission is not a discounted rate. It's normal rate for my market. Mm. Yeah, like when people have objections, you just have to know how to answer them. And and I, I love it. Like sometimes I like being pressured in a presentation because it gets you on your toes again. If it's too easy for too long, you kind of think you're really good at this uh, before someone throws you a curveball. Um, and, you know, typically it's like, okay, well, you know, this all looks good, but we met with another realtor that said they do it for less. Can you do it for less? We'd like to work with you, but we like what their fee structure is. So you acknowledge it and you say, okay, so just to be clear, you met with me and one other person and, and you'd like to work with me, but you liked how their fee structure worked better. So you're not immediately dismissing the claim or saying anything bad about the other person. And then you're acknowledging it and going like, I totally understand if I was selling a property, my goal would be to sell it and have the most amount of money in my pocket at the end of the transaction. Is that fair to say that's what you're looking to do? Mm -hmm. And at this point, they're like, he's about to agree with me. He's going <laughs> to cut his commission. And then you just share your side of the story. You've repeated it, right? You've approved that you understand why they're asking. It's not like, well, no, that agent doesn't know what they're doing. Like never, ever talk crap about anybody else. Focus on yourself. And then you share your side. Do you mind if I share something with you? You know, we've tracked our numbers versus the market. And to bring your property to the MLS, it's probably going to cost me anywhere between $3,500 and $5,000 with our staging and our marketing. I'm happy to invest into your property because I know I can get you a better result. Some of the other agents that will do it for less is because they don't invest anything into it. So if it doesn't sell, it was just their time. I'd rather have skin in the game and work together. And if, you, if I can't get you the price you're looking for, you don't have to accept any offer. And they're normally like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> But you just can't be combative. You can't be like, well, no, they're dumb. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. That's, that's not going to so work. Good. Yeah, it's class. I mean, you stay in agreement and and go to the actual result that people want. Yeah, Double down I mean, on that's the result like people want. A psychological thing that's been around for probably 100 years, right? Yeah. Is just how to have conversations with people. But it's amazing how much like you, you're so right. And it's, you know, it's obviously untrained or amateur, but a lot of people go right into debate mode. They think it's a, a debate that you're trying to overcome and win. It's like you're not, nobody wins a debate. 
Like nobody wins a debate. It's literally <laughs> like you, you lose. And so you, you're staying in agreement, focusing on the value, and then doubling down on what your your value prep is. Oh, I freaking love it, dude. Man, it's so good. I could we could talk to you forever, man. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, tell I love people listings. about I love the whole thing. Yeah, tell people yeah. about your BAMX course and yeah. where, where they can check that out because I want people to check that out. Like they, you'll get this and way deeper and more through this whole course. Yeah, so this, but it's like a, I think an hour and a half total of, of uh, content and it goes through each of the five steps that we talked about. And uh, yeah, if you go to BAMX, I think you can use code STORY23 or STORY24, whichever one, and you'll get a discount on, on signing into it as well. Um, I've got that course on there. I have my original video course, which we sold 350 of them just organically before we went to BAMX. It, it went super well. And the types of videos you can send to clients that actually book appointments. That's the only thing I care about. Awesome. I don't care about vanity metrics, but yeah, the BAMX listing presentation course, like I think at the end of the day, you look at the agents that are wildly successful versus the people that are kind of just getting by. And it's like, well, what's the difference? Is it, is it education? Is it, is it intelligence? Maybe. I think it's just either, either agents know what to do when they don't do it or they're willing to do it and they don't know what to do. Like, I feel like you <laughs> fall into one of those two categories. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're looking to up your, your listing, I think if you look long-term and I was in New York, I was at Inman last, last week. And, you know, most of the conversation was going over all the lawsuits going on. And, you know, you want to build a business that is secure long-term. I think you have to be a listing agent. Mm. Agree, man. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. And you're, you're fundamentally right. At least from our perspective, now we're a marketing company, but we've probably worked with what a hundred thousand agents yeah. over the time. And it's like it, uh, part of the genesis of this whole podcast and this whole sign behind us of take action. It's just like, you just find that the top producers are the ones who are willing to do. They're, they're willing it. to do it. it. It's usually they're not the smartest. <laughs> like it's, it's funny how that, like you hate to say it. And I love all the people that I talk to. You just go, wow, you just did it. You didn't even really know. You just took action. And it's like, that's amazing. It's just I, incredible. But so few people realize it's that. I literally, I did a presentation. I did a kickoff for a company yesterday. I was talking to 250 realtors and I was like, I can promise you there is zero direct correlation be- be- between income and intelligence <laughs> in this industry. And I say that with love. Like, you can go do the thing. It's yeah, true, man. 100%, man. Go do it. Yeah. And you'll get results. And stop thinking like, oh, this isn't going to work in my market. Or you, We all make up excuses. Like, we make up excuses for everything. We're so lucky. Like, if you're in this industry or anything to do with it, you're in North America with the way that our system works, the way that we can help people and that if you are good at what you do, you have systems and you build it out and you take action, like the sky's the limit for what the life you can create for yourself. And uh, sure there's competition, but I, I know we talk about all the people that are, have licenses, like have real, so how many do you think wake up every day and try to sell a house? No, maybe half. Maybe half if you're lucky. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Tom. Right? Yeah. It was well said, man. Really well said. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and sharing uh, your secrets. How are you running your business, man? Really appreciate you be- being willing to share that with everybody. Before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you. Sure. Uh, Instagram is the story team, story spelled EY, like stories of a building. Uh, and if you type my name into uh, social media or Google, you'll find my YouTube channel as well. 
Awesome. Thank you again, Tom. And thank you all so much for listening. You can dive deeper to this episode. Get those links that Tom mentioned uh, all in one place with the show notes over at staypaidpodcast.com. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to show your support, head on over to Apple Podcast, drop us a five-star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on the show. And the best way to support the show is simply to share this someone. Share this episode with someone that you know. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram as well. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke A. Creep. Man, Tom, unbelievable, dude. So many golden nuggets. Really appreciate just your openness and wisdom that you're sharing. I'd encourage everybody, you should 100% go uh, do his course. It will be worth it. You're going to get what you got here even deeper and more. Um, and you can follow the process. My action item for all of you, you just heard us say it. It's the ones who take action that win. The action item from this show is I really think there's something there in sending the video the night before the listing presentation around the comps because it is all about the price. Like that is the number one objection that people deal with. And he is seeding that objection already he's he's setting himself up in such a phenomenal way showcasing to them the three comparables that he's going to actually talk about when he gets in that listing presentation and actually pointing out things about the property versus maybe one of the listings that he looks at and tells them to look at the price to already set the stage in their mind of where the pricing is kind of going to fall so remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every business is top producers take action so take action on that today.